Hey, what's up, y'all? This is your girl, Sharia. I am so glad that you are back tuning in with me. Thank you so much. Again, I am your host, Sharia Murray, aka your financial best friend, aka your BFF. Guys, I've been in the financial industry for over five years now. I've learned so much and I'm here on this platform, this podcast to share with you everything that I've learned, everything that I'm still learning. I love to stay a student of my business, but I'm just here to share with you guys some strategic planning when it comes to growing, protecting and saving your money. And so life will throw curves at you. It's just about being prepared. Okay. One thing about it is there's things that's going to happen, but when you're prepared, it helps you get through it a lot better. And so that's what I do. I help anywhere from business owners to individuals and their families with strategic planning with the proper protection to be prepared for those curves that life will throw at you. Also helping to minimize some of those losses that do come along with it along the way with life's major events on your way to retirement and passing on generational wealth. And so I created this podcast again to dive deep into having conversations about money and to have more conversations about money to open up for and without further ado guys let's go ahead and jump into it have you ever played a game of chess i mean if not i recommend that you do i love this game it was just something about this game that just had me intrigued i used to watch my dad play chess and checkers and so he used to gamble and i used to go they used to call it under the tree they used to call it the tree but I used to watch him play chess and also checkers. I noticed also a couple of things. One, I was so fascinated that there was a board that had two different games that was played on it. I mean, I played a lot of games in my life. You know, when you're coming up, you play the Monopolies, the Saris, the Troubles, the Game of Life. But this game had the same board with two different games going on. it. And also I noticed how a lot of people... They would play him in checkers, but they wouldn't play him in chess. And so that was very interesting to me. It was so intriguing, right? And so one day I went to my dad and I asked him, I said, hey, dad, can you teach me how to play? And so he said, yeah. And he told me, he said, hey, I can teach you the pieces and how they move across the board. But then he said something else to me, guys, that grabbed my attention. He said, I can show you the pieces and how they move. But hey, the strategy is going to come from you. I did not understand what that meant until the very moment I began to actually play. And even still, I was still trying to, you know, figure it out. I'm going to explain along the way as I speak about this. But I didn't understand until I actually started to, you know, play this game, get into it. Right. And so I learned what every piece was and how each one moved across the board. And I found out that it took some thinking. Now, I I was already a thinker, y'all. But at the same time, when it came to the game of chess, this was something totally different. I thought that, I, I don't know. I didn't know. I wasn't ready. But I found out this also took some forward thinking. Forward thinking, guys. Thinking and forward thinking? Listen, love this game. Anyway, one strategy was I had to first be open-minded. And the second, I had to be willing to learn. I had also changed the way in which I was thinking and how I began to look at things. Strategy is how any game is won. 
I can remember when I fully started understanding the game of chess, I began to start asking myself in real time, which piece was I on the board? Now, I had already talked about in previous the previous shows how I felt about money, what I learned, what I didn't learn, and I was a single mom and all of that. At that time, when I started playing chess, I began to feel like that I was a pawn on the board. I felt there was limitations in the ways in which I could move like a pawn on the chess game. Again, I really recommend you guys play chess or either kind of watch it. And so I felt limited in the way that I, that I can move. Um, I felt that any moment I could be taken out of the game because I had limited power in my position to move about in life. So, I mean, I could be late on one bill payment. I was one paycheck away. As we discussed before, one degree offer, anything that was going to go wrong, guess what? I was out of there. I was eliminated. And that's why I said I was feeling like a pawn. Another thing I was, I, I was inquisitive. I was the thinker and I was inquisitive. I started asking myself, if this was God's design, then why would he do this? I was taught not to question God. We spoke about that before. But y'all, I had a lot of questions for the man. <laughs> and I only thought this way because I was still under thinking where I was. I, I could only think about my position that I was at. So I couldn't think further than the position that I was in. And so chess taught me how to think beyond my current position. You can be smart and know a lot, but guess what? You can still be clueless at the same time. So I was smart and clueless. Regardless of being told what not to do when it comes to questioning God, y'all, I said, I asked, I asked, I asked, I asked. At this time, the only thing I could think about, the only thing was on my mind, I will say this, I was a, a preacher's kid, basically a PK. I was raised in church. I, I, I knew what the word of God said. And so at this specific moment of my life, I could hear deep down in my soul, Matthew 7 and 7. Ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it will be opened unto you. And guess what? In that order. So fast forward, right? Fast forward back into the finances. The first time I even heard the word 401k, man, I was in my mid-20s. And this is where I also started looking more into life insurance because, hey, at this point, my mind was revolving around being more responsible when it came to money because guess what? I went through my money traumas and I wanted to do everything in my power for my son not to go through that. Remember, the only thing I said I, I knew about was the insurance man. <laughs> so that's where, I got, that's where I started out as well. Again, knew nothing about it. Just knew that he came to my grandmother's door every single month, right? Going to my job, you, I, I was like, okay, they have benefits. When you're on your job, you have benefits and you're thinking, okay, yeah, we're good. So this is the thing. When you have a job that provide benefits, man, you're in there. And so they give you the paperwork. I signed up for my insurance. I was good. But when it came down to the 401k, I, I really didn't know anything about it. I, I had a lot of questions. I don't know when you when was your first time hearing about a 401k? But what did you think? What were, what were your thoughts? Let me share with you. I only heard of it. That's it. And it was through hearsay. You hear your coworkers mentioning it briefly, something they heard about it or some highlights of it. And they give you the information that they know about it, but it's 
it's like you still don't understand. They tell you to sign up, you just sign up. Or, or your parents or your grandparents or whoever, your guardians, they tell you to sign up, hey, you sign up. And that's what exactly what we did. And they, they would explain, hey, it's for your retirement. At that age, I'm thinking, okay, all right, let's go ahead and do this. But again, in my mind, I didn't really know what that meant. I still wasn't sure exactly what retirement was and what all it involved. All I knew is that it was something that old people did when they were done working. <laughs> so, I mean, I had the gist of it, like the, the big portion of it, but I didn't know the strategies or what it took or what plans were all implemented when it comes to retirement. But still, like I said, it was just something I knew that old people did. But if you had any questions when it came to your 401k, you go to HR, they tell you, call the company, they have the account set up with some examples of that are Fidelity, your vanguards and things of that nature. But still, what the heck does it all really mean? I mean, now with my inquisitive self, I'm asking, okay, well, why do I have to call this company now? Who are they? And so HR, they gives you the, the number that it takes to give them a call. And so at this time I would call and they would explain to you a little bit about your account. And at this point I'm feeling like overwhelmed because it, it sounds like a foreign language to me. And you hear the words conservative, aggressive and moderate. And, you know, they tell you, Hey, you do this and this means that. But to me, it felt like a transaction, I, I guess because I was on the phone and I'm more of a people person, like face to face. I don't know. There's more of a connection there for me. But anyways, it felt like a transaction to me. And by the time they explain whatever the, it is that they need to explain on the phone, by the time I hang up the phone, I didn't remember. I always was the type of person to ask for more information. And so I asked for more information. And so what they do is they send you information like little booklets, pamphlets and things of that nature. And a whole spreadsheet with numbers everywhere, charts and graphs. I was overwhelmed. I was like, okay, you know what? This is where you this is where things like this end up getting put in the junk pile for the mail to be ripped up. At the time it was being ripped by me, <laughs> yours truly. Or either you shred it or you burn it or toss it to the side, never to be seen again. I mean, I can remember going online, checking it every now and then to see what the account was doing. But I still didn't understand. Numbers are up. Numbers are down. It looked like I was watching the news with my grandmother on the financial segment about the Dow Jones, the, the red downward arrows, the green upward arrows. It, it was it was crazy, y'all. It was it was just too much. I, yeah, <laughs> I threw it to the side. I don't know if you can relate to that, but this is what it seems like sometimes for some people when it comes to this. Right now, I want to give a shout out to Linda. This lady was the first person in my life at that age to introduce me to my financial advisor. And one thing I can say is that I now see because she came to me and she came to me in, in, in private and she was like, hey, I got somebody I want you to meet. So again, like I said, I was a single mother and I had a set schedule when it came time to go get my son. I was always on point when it came to certain things. Like I said, I was trying to make sure that I was doing everything that I could in my power to make sure I was a good example and doing what I could. And I, I just want to thank her for even seeing that in me to introduce me to my first financial advisor. I was a young mom. It was that I knew that I had to do something better for my child's life. I didn't want to repeat what had happened to me. And so there was this quote, I think Will Smith said it. I don't know who said it. They said, and I didn't know at this time, but this is the way I was thinking. 
it's not your fault what happened to you in your life, but it is your responsibility to do something different. That's all I had on my mind. I sat down with the financial advisor. I remember we met, we sat one-on-one face-to-face. That felt good to me. It didn't feel like a transaction. So this was a different experience that I was having. And in sitting down with this person, and I didn't know a lot of the questions to ask, but all I know is I just wanted to do something. I wanted to be better, do better, and have somewhat of a plan. The advisor started asking me questions about the future. It just opened up my mind on a whole nother level. It broadened my my spectrum and got me thinking even more. And not only that, he asked me questions about my goals, my dreams. And it also, at the same time, brought me back to my childhood days. You know, when you're younger and you're dreaming as a kid, hey, I want to be that firefighter. or Hey, I'm going to be... Um, a doctor or, hey, I'm going to be this, I'm going to be that. The little kid in me at the same time came out, but then also there was a you know set of questions that made me think further into the future, made me see again what that little girl in me saw. And that was like one of the best feelings ever. Why? Because I was learning something. I learned so much that day. I also felt better because it felt more personal when it came to us sitting there and it just made me feel good that somebody met me where I was and dedicated some time to help me and help me understand more. I actually retained so much more information that day. I was like, whoa, I was very elated. I was very happy. And so I retained more information that day, having someone to sit there and explain and also at the same time, show me Show me. Sometimes you have to see things and also hear things at the same time. There's different ways of learning. There's something powerful about seeing something and showing it at the same time, especially when it's a plan that needs to be implemented. Vision. Vision is very important. So seeing and showing at the same time, it it felt really good. It made much more sense. But guys, as it started making more sense, my spidey senses started tingling, y'all. Okay? My spidey senses started tingling because one thing about me is once I understand something, once I understand a concept, then there's a whole new level of thinking. And guess what comes after that? There's a whole new level of question. A couple of days later, I I don't know if it was like a few weeks or whatever, but after meeting with him, I felt good and everything. And, And so one day I was laying in my bed and a question crossed my mind because I felt so good. I was learning and I was like, dang, that's that great feeling you got when you feel that you're getting somewhere. You know, now you have a target that you're aiming for. You're not out here just aimlessly wondering. I laid in my bed. Again, I started thinking all kinds of things, but I laid in my bed and I had this question that came across my mind. I mean, now that I understood the 401k a little bit more and the IRA had one of those after sitting with my advisor a few times knowing that I can get on the phone and call him at any time. Y'all, I'm popping my collar at this time, okay? I was feeling myself. But there was this question burning, piercing my brain cells. I knew his office opened at 8 o'clock. But y'all, your girl was on the phone dialing his number at 7.59. And I remember him saying hello. (laughs) I was feeling really good. And so I asked him, I said, listen, is there anything else I can invest my money into where it's not so much as a gamble? Now, I don't know if he thought that I was going to stop saving after I said what I had just said or 
or if he thought I was just going to shut down shop after I just got on my path and I was doing so good. Because in the financial industry, man, I, I came to learn that, you know, <laughs> listen, it's it's something to get used to. It takes some discipline. And so I remember um, asking him this question. And I don't know if he was like, OK, um, you know, he I, I kind of heard that over the phone. So I started further elaborating. I said, yes. I said, like CDs, bonds, anything. I'm just naming out things just to see or, or just waiting for him to be like, well, you know what? Why, yes, Sharia, there is, as a matter of fact, here are your options. I didn't get that. <laughs> I didn't get that, y'all. You know, my mind, listen, I'm, I'm just that way, okay? <laughs> I was excited. I learned something. And I wanted to know more about something that maybe could have possibly been out there. To this day, I can actually say that I am so grateful for what that person did in my life so grateful for the information and knowledge that they passed on to me. I, I was at another stage. I, I was, it's like I went to the next level. Once I found out that information, I went to the next level. I was like, okay, what next? What now? He never said, um, well, yes, here's your option, Sharia. And it's okay. Like I said, I learned what I needed to learn and I was still on a right path. And he was like, well, at this point right now, there's really nothing else. And so what I did was I just kept saving, I just kept putting things up and never really, never really touched anything or just bothered anymore. Cause right now, hey, that was the end of the road at this time. But y'all, let me tell you something. Your girl ain't never been much of a gambler, okay? And maybe a scratch off ticket here and there, every once in a blue moon, strictly on a whim. But all I know is your girl was not about losing money. I did not like that. <laughs> and so, like I said, he told me, no, I had the best thing going at this time. But yet and still, every now and then, I'm still looking at how the market's going up and down. Still didn't understand that 100%, but yet and still, I had a better understanding of it. And all I know is I saw certain things up and down, up and down, up and down. It was like a yo-yo. I don't know. That just kind of made me nervous, y'all. It just kind of made me nervous. <laughs> but something deep down inside of me just would not let me accept that answer. It just wouldn't. I don't know why, but it's okay. I'm glad. But at that time, it just it just wouldn't let me accept it. In my mind, I'm thinking, okay, so what was another way money grows? What was another way my money could grow? What other options do I have? Are there any other options? I wouldn't say that that was a dead end. I did, you know, let that conversation go for some years and just kept working with what I have, which which I was so grateful for. But I was just a person that loves to learn. Once I get a hold of something, man, it's like, I'm fired up. I'm fired up. Okay. I work with what I was doing. I work with what I could. I started getting into 4X and, and learning about that. So now I'm just trying to increase my money at the same time and just working on uh, a few, quite a few things. Yeah. I didn't know that the stars were aligning. <laughs> I'm going to say this a couple of times. I didn't know the stars were aligning. I, there was a fire in me when I had an understanding of something. And guys, let me tell you something. When you get an understanding of something, it opens so much more room in you to receive. And so I just wanted to put that out there. Fast forward a few years later, I started working at this pharmacy. And one day I ended up going on break. I was sitting in the car, I was playing my radio. And y'all, listen, there was something... 
there was a conversation that came on the radio and how it came in was pretty weird. I'm just sitting in the car and it just started switching over. You know how if you're going out of range when the stations overlap until the new one comes in or like when you're going far, it kind of messes up a little bit, staticky, can't understand it until the new one comes in. That's what happened. That's exactly what happened. I was hearing a conversation when it came in clear, I started hearing a conversation about how the wealthy thinks of assets and liabilities, even just the words, they broke it down and how everyone else looks at it. Today, I sit down and I ask people, okay, well, what's your number one asset? And a lot of people say their house, their car, and, and their kids, their bank accounts and things of that nature. Well, at that time, me and my mind, I'm thinking my asset is my car. I'm Again, when I'm speaking about this, I'm speaking from most Americans. And at that time, I was most Americans. Anyway, here I am thinking that my car is an asset to me. And they were explaining how if something's not bringing you in money, then it's really a liability instead of an asset. If it's not bringing you in money and you're paying out money, what, do you, what, is, what, what is it really? I, I guess I was thinking that my car was an asset because I had it and, and, and it got me back and forth to work and it was something that I needed, but yet and still that was not the true definition of an asset. It was really a liability. Y'all, this was a great conversation. I was so fully immersed that I went back in late. I went back in late from lunch, okay? <laughs> I tried to sneak back in and get at my desk and sit in my cubicle like nothing ever happened. It was such a great conversation. And again, like I said, around this time, I started getting into Forex, foreign exchange, you know, like the day trading and stuff like that, messing around with it. And when I say messing around with it, I mean, I had the fake account where they give you fake money and they let you do, you know, the trading and stuff before you actually do the real thing. Like I said, even though the conversation stopped with my financial advisor looking for more, I was still seeking certain things. I never stopped my account. I had already put that in play, but I was still trying to find other things and other avenues. I was messing with the Forex a little bit. I was learning the lingo, YouTube and Googling everything that I could about it just to see what I would learn. Basically what I was doing, y'all, I was seeking. Okay. Remember when I said uh, Matthew 77, <laughs> seek and not, I was seeking. This was my seeking phase. As I was seeking. I was just, you know, going through these certain things. Little did I know, again, here we go. Little did I know the stars were aligning. They were aligning because I was completely tuned in. After that conversation, it brought back up that fire. It turned it up a little bit more. It never died out, but yet and still, it turned it up a little bit more. I was always on a mission for better. I was always willing to take a risk, a smart risk at that. Never afraid to take a risk, but a smart risk. I just had to understand what was going on. Because I had nothing to lose, I had everything to gain. That's the reason why I was willing. I always wanted to make sure it wouldn't put me in a place at the time. Because again, like I said, I was a single mom. So I was taking smart risk, but it's called smart risk. I had everything to gain. I mean, I was the type to get up on a Saturday, go to some random seminar. Like I would register in awe and I would be there. I, I don't, no matter where it was, I would be there. It could be real estate. It could be something about cars, house, whatever, you name it. I'm there. One day, same place, pharmacy, my coworker at the time, his name is Kevin, said to me that he ran into a friend from middle school and they had a firm and they were doing really well, but they were looking for some people because they were growing. And he came to me and said, hey, what do you think about finance? I said, heck yeah, heck yeah. I mean, after all, I still had questions unanswered. I love learning. And plus I would take, I would take time, make time to find out something find out something, anything. 
I wanted to know. It wouldn't it wouldn't hurt just to go and know. You can never get hurt from information. <laughs> and so never did I ever stop at in my life when it came to learning, oh, well, you know what? This person told me this or I learned this and that's just the end all be all or either I'm good. I I I, I don't know. I, I think my heart would burst. Even even back in the day, I remember going to church, you know, I would ask questions about the Bible and I I, I couldn't stop. Listen to me. You can tell me what you want to tell me, but I'm still going to do some research on top of it. So therefore, if you know, you're telling the truth, guess what? We're going to line up and we're going to agree to this and we're going to, we're going to get this thing popping. But if, if it's not right, then guess what? At least I went out on my own to know. I didn't want to, I guess, I don't know. I, I'm not about playing the blame game. I've never been about playing the blame game when I have the same access to things as everybody else. But anyway, I digress. I met City, right? So I set up the appointment, met, uh, got up early, drove over 30 miles to get to this appointment. Like I said, Kevin had um, told me about the guy. They were looking for people. I set up an appointment. I got up early. I got there, drove 30 miles, to get to this appointment. But little did I know, little did I know that what I was about to hear would change my life forever. Y'all, I got to this office. And, you know, you walk around, you see the pictures on the wall, the ones with the encouraging words and perseverance and hard work and things of that nature. I always loved stuff like that. I started sitting down. This was like the second time I sat with a financial professional in my life. And so he was the financial professional that I was talking with at this point, at this phase, at this new phase in my life. And let me tell you something. The information that I found out that day, y'all... It was like I discovered I had a superpower. You ever you ever know how or either imagine let's let's do it this way. Imagine watching a movie and you're watching like a superhero movie and all of a sudden everybody has superpowers or something and there's this one person they feel like they don't have superpowers or at least they think they don't have superpowers and then all of a sudden one day they found out that they do have superpowers. That's exactly how I felt that day. That's exactly how I felt that day. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I almost passed out. I almost passed out." Here at this point in time was where I learned that the wealthy play by a different set of rules on top of that conversation that I had already heard in the car. And so I can remember when I fully started again, understanding the game of chess and I started asking myself in real time, which piece was I on the board? And if you know anything about chess, again, if you don't, man, listen, dibble and dabble with it a little bit. I love this game. It's, it's such a game of strategy. If you know anything about chess you know that when a pawn makes it to the other side this is the point at where the the pawn is exchanged for a different piece at whatever the player chooses this was the point where my piece had now been changed out for a more powerful piece and as I stated in my previous episode, I, again, like I said, the only thing I ever knew about was the insurance man coming out to my grandmother's house, not having any knowledge of money, not even knowing that there was a set of rules to govern it. And now here I am finding out that I have superpowers. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, superpowers. Let me say that because that's how I felt. I started finding out information. My peace changed on the board. My peace changed. And so I always, I'm so glad that I always wondered and I never stopped and I never gave up and always wanted to seek information. Here is where I learned to evolve by learning the rules to have a chance. I knew I just had to share this information with everybody. 
And here I am today just trying to do that. And again, like I said, thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. I just knew that everybody had to hear this. I knew because this was never heard of. It was never heard of. How many times in life do people get to a certain stage in their life and they get comfortable there? How many times in life do people get somewhere and they're in there and they're like, you know what? This is the end all be all. Sometimes people go to the next level, they advance and sometimes they don't. Some people get comfortable. And you know, I've, what I've come to know that if you're not growing, then you're dying. I had never heard this information. I, it was something that I always seek. I didn't even know that I was seeking out this information, but I was seeking for something. And let me tell you something about the law of attraction. I remember one day this book was introduced to me. It was blessed to me in my life. The, um, the, the law of attraction, it was called, I'm sorry, it was called the secret. That's basically what happened. I saw that law in effect. I had never experienced or, or heard anyone talking about finances in this manner. There's different, there's different situations for everything. Just like when you go to your doctor's office, you have a general practice doctor. And then if you have something outside of his scope of support, guess what? You go and see, he sends you as a, he gives you a referral to go to see a specialist. Same thing in law. If you're practicing law, what part of law, what kind of law, what there's levels to this. And so when it comes to your money, yeah, I always encourage people, get a second opinion, get a second opinion. It's just like your health, health is wealth. You got to seek, seek the knowledge. If you're comfortable, okay, fine, you know, but at the same time, don't be afraid to learn more or find out more. Information doesn't hurt. The worst thing that happens is you learn something. <laughs> but understanding money or anything for that matter is the moment you gain power in all the Bible says in all thy getting getting understanding which is why I say be more hands-on and curious when it comes about when it comes to your life I always tell my son when I'm talking to him and we're having certain conversations I tell him to pay attention to your life pay attention to it God got you yes he does but pay attention to certain things be more curious when it comes to things <laughs> especially when it comes to your money, ask, seek, and knock. Ask, seek, and knock in that order. You work so hard to get, you work so hard to get it. So then why not understand it? Why not? That was the way I was thinking. And I don't know, hopefully this is helping somebody. You know, I'm, I'm here to try to help somebody and, 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 and break somebody out of something that I was once captive in. I found out that day, how the banks invest their money. I mean, banks do invest their money, so why not learn how the banks invest their money? I'm down for it all day. That's fine. I, I'm, I'm coming. If I actually showed you where the banks put their money, wouldn't you like to know? I can remember someone saying a long time ago, I don't remember who it was. I don't know if it was my dad or if it was just a conversation that I overheard, but I remember someone saying that the banks are the largest buildings downtown. And I can remember at my time in life when I used to ride the bus, every, every single time there was not a time that was missed. Every single time you can't see, you can't help but see the sky rise. You can't help but see these buildings. Every time I would pass downtown, I would see the buildings and the biggest buildings were the banks. When I got a card at a different phase of my life, guess what? Pass downtown, making sure I'm looking over there downtown. Guess what I see? The big banks, the tall buildings, right? I came to draw this conclusion to be true. And so guess what? Who better to learn from? That brings me here talking to you today. I want to share with all like me on this life's journey. This is for all the unconventional thinkers, 
This is not for the status quo. I'm telling you right now, this podcast is not for the status quo. If you're here just to, you know, just be like, well, negative or anything. Okay, listen, just exit stage right or left. This is not about that. This is about empowering and this is about educating. And that's all I come to do. I come in peace. I just want to educate and share with all who would listen about what it is that I've learned. I had to unlearn so much, but also be willing to learn more because when you're going through life, there's this one set of rules that you learn how to play. That's one-sided. That's very one-sided. You learn to play a set of rules and it was passed down to you. And you don't even know, You sometimes you don't even know if they learned all the rules, which is fine. It's fine. Okay, that's, that's called life. Let's go to chess real quick. In chess, some pawns and other pieces are sometimes sacrificed along the way. And it's necessary at times, okay? It's necessary at times, okay? So what? You got bad information, okay? Fine, you know, but keep going. Don't give up, okay? You just got to make it to the other side. You just got to make it to the other side. But it is the well-thought-out strategy that gets a pawn to the other side now to change your piece to whatever piece you want to change it back change it to to get back in the game but as a more powerful piece than you are now and also better able now to make better moves better decisions in a better direction and this puts more power in your strategy and so this is a this can be in that fact this is an absolute game changer okay so again sometimes pieces are sacrificed along the way again like i said maybe this person did this or didn't do that whatever whatever the case may be but if you just put a little strategy on it and just make it to the other side, get that information, and so that way you can come back as a more powerhouse, man, listen. And so when it comes to investing, right? When you're younger, you can tolerate more risk. But a lot of the times they have less income, oftentimes, to invest. And for someone who's closer to retirement, they have more money to invest but less time to recover from the losses. And so in my mind, I didn't even know that I was, I just didn't know what it was. I, I came to be aware of what it was I was thinking. When I said I couldn't rest guys earlier, when I was finding out information, this is what it was. I just didn't know. I knew I was on a path, but just couldn't see it clearly. All I knew is I just went anyway, went by faith. I went by faith. It's very important that you do invest for, for, for retirement, okay? One thing's for certain and two things for sure. And I can say this boldly and strongly to this day. The same strategy should not be used at every stage of your life when it comes to you doing certain things, especially your retirement. Even as technology with as heavily and widely used as it is today needs updating and upgrading along the way as time go on. So why wouldn't you need them? Why wouldn't you need them? especially in your finances. Why wouldn't you need them? Why don't, why, why? I had to ask myself that too. And so as, as time goes on, guess what? Life changes. So we have to make sure that we are up to date, current, upgraded where we need to be, which is why I say, I say, matter of fact, which is why I sit with my clients. I have different types of clients. I have some that wants to sit quarterly, yearly, or biannually. It just depends on the client. I will always say this, in finances, one size does not fit all. So you can throw the comparison charts out the window, okay? Because that's where a lot of things get messed up. 
please don't get it twisted. If you want to know something, please ask questions. I always say reach out to me. I and my dedicated team would love to sit down, answer any questions or concerns that you do make, you know, you do have. I want you to ask yourself, how does your future look? I constantly ask myself that every day. How does your future look? So if you're unsure or unaware, please reach out. I and my team of experts are here and would love to sit with you and to help make this more clear and understandable to you. Guys, at some point, and, and this goes, this it went for me too. At some point, we have to raise up our identity. What you know now got you here, but you must broaden your horizons at every single level to get to the next. I learned in business, wealthy people be, do, and therefore they have. They just simply go out, work on themselves first to be the person that it takes by equipping themselves, by educating themselves to get the knowledge and information to do something about it. They apply what they learn. They apply the information they learn, which brings them to the point of having it. And I also learned poor mindsets, they have, they do, and then they be. So basically they want to go out and have the things so that way they can do things to kind of show out or whatever. Me, where I'm from, we call it fronting. <laughs> and so that now defines who they are. But life is so much more than that. Life is so much more than that. And you got to be smart and you got to have a strategy. Everything in life has a strategy. <laughs> like life is like, you look at it like a game of life. It's a strategy, okay? It's a strategy when it comes to your finances. There's a strategy within everything that you do. There's so many strategies that it that must be applied to win a game at each level, each phase, each generation. I know at times some may not even know the questions to ask, but don't let that stop you. Listen, if there's anything that I want to leave you with is do not let that stop you. Even if you don't know the words or if you don't know the, the please don't let that stop you from wanting, no, needing to find out more information. So that way you can learn and then also learn to apply what you learn. So that way you can advance to the next level. It's the exact same thing in the financial aspect of your life and in a lot of aspects in your life, a full circle, circle of life. But I'm here to talk about finances. Hopefully this is helping you somewhere else too. But at the same time, let's go ahead and apply that here too, because that's what I'm here to talk about. But I hope this is helping you overall, just thinking about some things. It helped me. One of my mentors said to me, if you're worried about the cost of getting started, then you should see the price of staying exactly where you are. And so I say, whatever you're doing in life, whatever you went through, go through, take that and use it to help you along your journey. It was there for a reason. You don't have to relive the bad. You don't have to. You don't have to. You only need the lesson that you learned to take with you to get you further because carrying anything else takes up the room you will need to add the things you will need to learn later and also retain to get to the next level. So pack light. I had to learn this too. I also said I was a woman of faith. So guys, you know, I'm about to give God some glory right now because I found out a long time ago that God is straight knowledge and wisdom, 360 degrees of it. And Hosea, the book of Hosea chapter four, verse six says, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. And Proverbs chapter 15 and verse 22 says, plans go wrong for lack of advice. 
but with many advisors, they succeed. And so y'all, I leave you with this, Matthew 7 and 7, ask, seek, and knock. God always keeps his promise. You just have to believe, work at it consistently, persistently, and don't condemn what you don't understand. Just inquire more. Follow me on IG, Facebook, LinkedIn. Also, don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel, The Financial 411, with me, your girl, Sharia, your best financial friend, aka your BFF. Well, on this channel, I show you more. I, I actually show you more when it comes to the finances, so that way there's more of an understanding that comes. Same thing that happened to me. I'm just trying to give it back. And until next time, be blessed and prosperous. Love you guys.